Are you frustrated because your team doesn't produce quality results fast enough? Stressed out and tired of putting out fires from your team's drama and dysfunction? Welcome to the Drama Free Living Show. This is the show dedicated to helping you and your teams accomplish more with less stress and zero drama. Now, here's your host, Dennis McEntee. Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. I'm Dennis McEntee with my friend Stephen Growell, and we are here talking about Quick Fart today. Probably one of our favorite concepts. Stephen, what's the favorite idea behind Quick Fart for you? I think it's really about the power of questions. And once people hear about this from the way you teach it and the technology that you share, I've seen so many people talk about they never interact with others, both in their personal life and their professional life, the same, because they simply have shifted their ability to ask different questions. So it's definitely a life-changing technology, I think. So let's go ahead and give it to people. And so here's what this will be in the show notes. It's QTFAR, Q-T-F-A-R. And we kind of want to back it down from from the last to the beginning, is that the results that you want in your life are based on the actions that you take. And all of the actions that you take are based on the feelings that you have. And all of your feelings are based on your thinking. And what directs your thinking are the questions you ask, Q-T-F-A-R. So the questions you ask direct your thinking. Your thinking drives your feeling, your feelings produce your actions, and your actions determine all of your results. And so the reality is is that if you want different results, it's time to start asking some different questions. And what we've seen is that your brain cannot ignore a question. Stephen, let me ask you right now, is is it sunny or cloudy right now? It's cloudy with a little bit of rain coming right now, actually. Yes, and I was actually fighting it, going, no, I don't want to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, because it creates an open loop. Now, Stephen, you could have chosen not to answer my question, Mm -hmm. but your brain couldn't ignore the question. And that's the principle, is that questions create loops in people's brains that cause them to start to think. And in fact, when you change your thinking, you change your feeling. And then as you feel, you change your action. Now, the challenge with this is it happens in nanoseconds. I mean, all of us have experienced the time where we've said we've done something out of anger or done something out of emotion that, gosh, we really didn't mean. I mean, I was just, just the other day, I was, I, I don't even know what I was thinking, but, you know, I just was really snippy to my wife and, boy, it produced an action that I wasn't really happy about. But the reality was is that it happened in a nanosecond. And so we always teach people that if you want to change your feelings, you have to change your question because your questions drive all of your feelings. So a common question sometimes people ask is like, oh, why does this always happen to me? Now just think about that question for a minute. Why does this always happen to me? It typically drives you down to a victim mentality. It drives you down to this spiral hole of feeling sorry for yourself. And it's a very bad question. So the questions you ask drive the feelings that you have. And so if you want to change your feelings, you want to change your results, you want to start by asking different questions. So it's Q-T-F-A-R. And we teach a thing in our workshops called mind control, where we actually take the whole audience and we actually control all of their minds. Stephen, what are some of the big takeaways when, when we do mind control inside of some of our workshops? Well, first is people 
are shocked to realize how simple yet powerful it is and that they really can do it. And then once they start practicing what you're teaching, it's so interesting. I've seen people come out of your seminars and say, I can do that with my children. I can do that with my spouse and I need to do that with my boss and it can impact every part of my life. And the principle is, is that your mind cannot ignore questions. So questions are driving people's thinking. So if we want to change different results, we've got to start by changing different questions. So here's a question that typically most leaders ask that produce none of the results they want. And here's how it works is, why? Why, why did you just do that? Why did this happen? What did you just do? You know, Steve, when I come at you and I say, well, why did that happen? Or why did you do that? What's a typical response that you give me? Well, first thing is I get defensive. Like you said, it feels like you're attacking me. And so I feel kind of the hair on the back of my neck stand up and I want to defend. And the other version of defending is I might actually not want to tell you or I want to hide the information from you. Yeah, which which never really produces the results. Now, now we've got a client over on on the West Coast that we're working with, and I'll, and I'll never forget it. Tom came up came out of a staff meeting, and I was with him, and you know, a, a team member had dropped the ball, done something that wasn't really appropriate, didn't really hit the goal, and it, Tom was so frustrated, so angry, and he came back and said, "Dennis, I want to know why did they do that? Why?" Did, I was like, "Tom, you don't want to know why." And you know, Stephen, he was so adamant about wanting to know why. And I said, Tom, you don't want to know why. But he was so adamant, I said, fine, Tom, we're going to find out why. I said, what we're going to need to do is we're probably going to need to go buy a couch. We're going to need to put this couch in your office. And probably for the next year, we're going to need you to interview this team member. And we're going to find out why. It's going to take us about a year. And you're probably going to find out something like, boy, you know, that person's father left them when they were five years old and they put you in the place of their father and so they don't want to disappoint you. They don't want to make you mad. They just want your approval. So they hide everything and they don't really tell you when they're a problem. And, you know, Tom kind of smiled at me and I asked him, I said, Tom, do you, do you really want to know why? Or do you just want the behavior changed? And after a minute, Tom was just honest and he said, you know, I just want the behavior changed. So isn't it interesting, Stephen, is that we don't really want to know why. We just want the behavior changed, but yet we ask why, and then we wonder why we're not happy with the results. Isn't that amazing? It is. But but I think it's part of our culture, and people just don't think about it. Yeah, it's, it, it, it really is. And so what we've got to do is we've got to learn some different questions. And so we want to teach you today what we call the gin process. Now, that sounds kind of amazing because do we want people drinking gin, Stephen, on the job? Well, I used to drink a lot of vodka, and so I'm switching to gin for sure. (laughs) Well, we would not recommend you drinking gin, but we would recommend you take gin all the time. And when a situation, an issue transpires, here's a great way to step out of drama, help other people step out of drama, it's G-I-N. It's a three-question process that totally directs your thinking in a proactive, not a reactive way. Jen, so G, what's great about this? And the reason that you want to ask that is that you want to go into a space that's positive because you can either create or you can complain, but you can't do both at the same time. So you got to go to this positive space. So what's great about this? 
I, what needs to improve, what do I need to do to improve this situation, and you want to keep it personal so that it's proactive, so there's something that you can personally do, because the reality is you can always do something. We've discovered in our research that many times people go into drama because they feel like, oh, there's nothing they can do, and it's a total lie. There's always something they can do. So they feel like they have choice poverty, but the reality is they have choice abundance. So improve. What, what can I do to improve this situation? And then end. What's needed moving forward? And with that three-questioning process, you can actually transform any thinking, any feeling. You can actually transform any result that you want to make. So let's review it again. G-I-N. What's great about this or what's good about this? what needs to improve I, and what's needed moving forward. And just using this strategy, we've seen amazing results that, with people. Stephen, as we kind of work through this, let's, let's give them a, a practical way to do this. Does that sound good? I was going to say yes, and before you do that, um, can you give them some context of some examples before you work through it? What are some examples of scenarios, situations that would be really great to apply this to? Okay, so we don't know or we don't know how to address a, you know, a no-call, no-show. You know, so somebody no-calls, no-shows, a leader doesn't know how to, how to deal with it, so they sit down with, you know, with the situation, with the person, what's great about this? Well, sometimes, you know, when it's maybe really bad, it's like, well, now we know what we really have, or now I really know about this person. So what's good about this? There's always something good. We've got to find it. And then I, what do we need to improve? What do I need to do to improve to move forward? And then what's needed? Okay, delete, stop, delete this Delete this um, section, this one little piece. Um, yep. Context. So start over. Context. What are some examples? What are some, Dennis, what are some examples where Jen would be used by a leader before we get into how to do it, what are some examples to give them context? So some examples that we've seen is having a feedback conversation with employees, improving any situation, anything that went wrong. In fact, we've also, we've also used it with everything that's gone right so that we can duplicate what happened so that if we've done it once, we can do it again. So from employee review to strategy to ideas, we've seen it work in a multitude of situations. Okay, so let's say an employee, not just once, but a couple times now, has just had attendance issues, and now it's reached the point where they just no-call, no-showed. And it's not a situation where you're going to immediately fire them, but this attendance issue is becoming a pattern that needs to be addressed. So how do you use Jen to help that employee really work through that? So we want to first sit down as a leader and go, well, what's good or what's great about this situation? And sometimes, Stephen, it's, it's the fact that I really know the truth about this situation. I, I, I'm not blindsided by this drug of potential where I believe they can do these different things. I, I really have a reality of, what their current capacity is. And I think all progress starts with telling the truth. Tell the truth on ourselves, tell the truth on other people, and tell the truth about a situation. Don't lie to ourselves. And so what's good about this many times is, wow, I really know what we have right now. 
And then what do I need to do to improve the situation? Or in this situation, what, what do they need to do to improve? And then what's needed moving forward? And you set that expectation moving forward. So you would explore with them to start with the fact that there is an attendance issue and that you just recently no call, no showed. And then from that, take us through what that conversation might look like. We would sit down and we would talk about the gap because all drama happens in the gap, the gap between expectation and reality. We call that reality check, where we have leaders take a reality check. And so we have the conversation about this is what we need, this is what we want, and this is the reality of the situation. What do you need to do to bring the gap closer? What do you need to do to So really the gin is a model for leaders at first to look at a situation and ask themselves, okay, what's great, what needs to be improved, and then what's needed. And then from doing that work, they can then approach the employee if it's an example where you're trying to help an employee deal with a situation. And so then from there, if I heard you right, you would then do the reality check. Is that right? So the, the, the gym methodology is really for leaders to prepare themselves for coaching questions, for coaching conversations. And what you're doing is you're getting your thinking right. There are three questions that transform your thinking so that you can produce the results. Because so what happens so many times, Stephen, and I know we've seen this with clients, is that there are results that happen because of actions that employees take. And as leaders, we get angry, we get frustrated, we kind of go a little bit into drama about it, and then we react out of that anger, and it never produces a result. And we can step back and we can gin every situation, we can gin every employee, we can gin everything that's happened, and then we can sit down from that gin you just take that gin, and then we can sit down and have a logical, methodical conversation that really produces results. And we always tell leaders, let's do the work on the front end. Let's do the hard work as leaders on the front end. Take five, ten minutes, gin the situation before we ever sit down and talk to an employee. That's really, really good because it pauses. it causes the leader to pause and say, okay, where am I? And then work through the gen piece. And then, like you said, the leader then is prepared with the three questions so you can produce better results. And then when they work with the employee, they can really take them to a new level of awareness and, and also a commitment around what they're going to do moving forward. So it's, a, it's actually a very efficient process wouldn't you say? Uh, it, absolutely. And the deal is is that the work is done on the front end, not the back end. And as leaders, I, we teach our clients a lot of times is that, you know, sometimes you have to slow down to go fast. And sometimes as leaders, they want to go so fast, we want to go, go, go. But if you just slow down a little bit, you'll eventually go fast. 
And this is a process that just kind of slows your thinking down. And, and we say slow down, but honestly, Stephen, when you get really proficient at it, you can do this in two or three minutes. I mean, we've got some leaders that they do this in about a minute, and then they're ready to have a conversation where they told us in times past where they would just blow up and get emotional about a situation and end up yelling at team members. And then it wouldn't produce the results they wanted. And so they've learned to step back and just kind of gin every situation, every issue, and it kind of centers, it centers them so that they make the best decisions. And here's the deal. All of my results are really based on my decisions. And so if I want better results, I've got to make better decisions. And what leader wouldn't want to make better decisions? All of us want to make better decisions because they're driving their, your results. So really quickly, we want to give everybody an assignment. How does that sound, Stephen? Sounds great. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We want you to gin a situation. We want you to, and we want you to shoot us an email back. Shoot it back to info at leadershipprocess.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at leadershipprocess.com. We want you to take the situation and do this exercise, do some of the work, and gin it. Ask yourself, what's great about this? What needs to, what, what needs to improve and what's needed moving forward? So this is really, really great. Quit far. It's the questions you ask that impact your thinking. Your thinking impacts your feeling. Your feelings impact the actions that you take. And therefore, your actions impact the results that you have or that you produce. And it all starts back with the questions. And I think as leaders... We're not getting the results. We got to get some better questions, and so we just give you three new questions to start to use to start to change your results. And that's the key. If you're not happy with the results in your own personal life, in your team, in your organization, you have to change the question because the questions drive your results. So we want to challenge you. Gin a situation. Send us an email back. We're looking forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Hopefully, you'll take action on one power strategy immediately. Our passion is to help people just like you. We believe you can create a high-trust, high-performance team that produces better results faster. And you can do it without working harder in less time. For more fast action techniques and strategies, go now to www.dramafreeresults.com.